before we go home and have our Christmas lunch, and the longer I am, I realise the colder your lunches or something. I have brought along some toys to, to help us think about one or two things. And this really is... Now, this is really quite impressive. I think it switches on, but I didn't do it in case you break it. Because actually, this is seriously old and is seriously valuable, I believe. Or maybe not seriously valuable, but fairly valuable anyway. Okay, so I'm not going I'm, to... I'm, I'm very scared I'm going to drop it or break it. So I'm going to put it down quite quickly. But the point about this is that it's about 20 years old and it's still in very nice condition. Those of you who know me know, fine, this could not possibly be mine. <laughs> I'm going to put it out the back in case I fall over it. I've also got another toy here which is much smaller and it's still in its wrapping. And this is about 12 or 15 years old. And it's really a collector's item. It's Thunderbirds. Lady Penelope's Rolls Royce have one. Now these are fantastic toys. But actually they're a bit sad. Because they've never been used for what they were meant to be used for. No child has ever had this. And no child's ever getting this as far as I can see. And some child maybe had that. It's called an Atat Walker, by the way. Star Wars equipment. But, um, but no child has ever really had that because but it might not be quite in good condition it was. The point about collecting toys is that it's really almost an abuse of toys because some people collect these things so that they become valuable someday. And as I say, they're clearly not mine or they'd be broken. But the point about a toy is it's meant to be played with by a child. It's meant to be used and have fun. And I am quite sure some of the things that we saw this morning will not be quite in the same condition as they are now in even a few hours' time, perhaps a few days' time. And that's the way of things, and that's kind of how they're meant to be, and that's how they were made. And thinking about ourselves, there is a purpose for you and me. There is something that we are meant to be. There is something that we are meant to do. And lots of us have never achieved that. And lots of us are like these things fairly precious, perhaps fairly important, but perhaps just sitting on a shelf somewhere, not doing anything. The point being that God does have something for each of us. The maker has something for each of us to do. And lots of people never do that. The packet is never open. And really the question I want to ask you is, what about you? As it were, has your packet been opened? As it were, have you been used? Are you meant to be? Are you a bit bashed and worn because of the way that you have followed what the Lord wants you to do? Or are you in pristine condition? Looking good, feeling fine as it were. Trouble is, when you follow that road, unlike these toys, there's no guarantee that you're going to survive and look good forever. So that's the first thing. Second toy. Second toy. Now, I need the help of, of a young person here because this is a torch and I cannot get it to work. I cannot find the switch. I'm told it's a mag light and it's top of the range torch. Boys know about top of it. Come on, and you come and, and, and make it work for me. Because I cannot get this to work, and I need to know how to make it work. What do you do? Oh, what? Does anybody know how these actually work? Has anybody got one? Right, there, come. No, no clues here. Leah, you come and tell me how this works, please. 
What do you do? You twist that top. Oh. So what do you think? You don't know. We well, yeah, I asked you because you know everything. <laughs> Any ideas? Actually, I'll tell you. There's no batteries in it. The reason it doesn't work is there's no batteries in it. And you know what that reminds me about? It reminds me about if you're going to work, you need to be connected. You need to have some kind of power. I've really been looking for a big toy that you can shove into the main, but I can't find any. Everything works in batteries. The point about this is, as a Christian person, unless you've got the batteries, unless you're plugged in, plugged into what? Plugged into Jesus. Plugged into what God wants you to do. And if your life is empty like this torch with nothing in it, then you're going to achieve absolutely nothing. And although this is a very swanky torch, it's absolutely useful. And the point is that perhaps your life is absolutely useless because you have no power, because you're not plugged in. And although Christmas is a happy, jolly day, there is a very serious issue here. The serious issue is Are you switched on? Are you plugged in? Do you know what your life's for? Because there is an answer for that. One more. I brought my own toys now. This is one of my favourite toys. I play with this all the time. I use it, I've had it for maybe three or four years, and I I take it everywhere. Very important. It's a power drill. It's actually a battery drill. And it is not working. Now there is a battery and it's charged. So I took it to the shop and I said to the guy, this isn't working, I need you to fix it. And he looked at me and kind of said, you're joking. Uh, this is uh, kind of done, finished. The gears have been used so much that they are finished. I'll tell you what, I'll give you a new one. And so I now have a new one. And this one works. And this is much better than this one. Not that this one was ever bad. It's just kind of old and done. A bit like me. This one is new. And really, I have a verse for you to go home with, to think about, to remember. And it might come up in the screen if we're fortunate. And it is 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 15, 16, and 17. And it says this. About this baby, he died for all. This baby at Christmas time that we all celebrate, and babies are wonderful. If a baby comes into your family, it's something to celebrate. It is something to be happy about, something to be pleased about. And everybody goes around showing off this baby and taking photographs of it. But Christmas is not that kind of joy at all. It is something much greater than that. The world is in a mess. There is no doubt about that. And although we have a very clever world, and we have powerful nations like America that can just about do anything, it is a very sad world because we're still settling things by bombing each other. And that isn't a world that has progressed far, is it? And yet, Christmas is about the fact that God said, I'm going to do something about this. And it's as as if God had come along on the first Christmas morning and said, this is the plan. This is what's going to happen. This is 
what it's all about. And so this baby came so that he could sort all this out. And I make no apology for having a verse which starts, He died. This baby came to die. He died for all. It says, He died for all, that those who live no longer shall live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. The good news about Jesus dying, of course, is that he rose again and is alive today. And it says, goes on to verse 16, So from now on we regard no one with a worldly point of view. How do you regard people? There you go, that guy's got a nice suit on. She looks very good. She is not overweight. She is whatever. These are not the standard. As the Christian it says, let me read that again. We once, um, so from now on we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. If you're a Christian, you begin to realise that Christmas is not that sort of thing at all. Christmas is not about babies. Christmas is not about mangers and cute and cuddly things. It is something stupendous, something fantastic. And then it goes on. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. When I get home, this is going in the bin. This is the one I'm going to use. It's new. And I am new inside. I might look to you like a bit of overweight and needing a haircut and things like that. But that's not what I am. What I am is something fantastic and unique. And, that, and we don't say that in our... I am special. I stand here and say that. And it's not common to say that in our kind of society. But that's what a Christian is. Someone who is unique. Someone who is special. Someone who's plugged in. Someone who is new. And the point this Christmas is, or the question to you this Christmas is, are you new inside? Are you plugged in? Are you working as you should be? Because that's what the Christmas story is about. The Christmas story is not about cute and cuddly. The Christmas story is something humongous, fantastic, enormous, not pink some other colour. And that's really all I've got to say. If you'd like to talk about that, I've got to wait about an hour till my lunch is ready. So if anybody would like to talk about these sort of things seriously, then we would love to talk to you about it uh, at the end of the service or any other. We're going to finish with one more carol. O come all ye faithful. If you're using a book, it's 491. And let's stand and sing, O come all ye faithful.
thank you so much for coming. Thank you for being involved, boys and girls, and for bringing your stuff. The offering so far, you know, we've been doing this for a week or so, is now over £3,000, £3,300, and thank you very much for that too. Let's just finish with a prayer before we go. Lord God, our Father, we do thank you that you have indeed sent this child, this child who was no ordinary child, to become our Saviour. We thank you that there is a plan. We thank you that there is a rescue plan. We thank you that you have a purpose for each of our lives. We thank you that you can make us fresh and new. And we pray that each one of us here would know that experience for themselves, this day and forevermore. So go with us. Be with us. Watch over us, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen.